afternoon, everyone. When we started this marathon, we didn't know how it would unfold, and many hoped we would be done by now. With the resurgence of COVID and the changing dynamics in our world, we can see that nature is telling us something. Go deep, model kindness, settle for nothing less than love. As Robert shared when we started our journey together as HCC, we will lead with love. Love for yourself, love for one another, love for our world, love beyond all understanding. Just like the root of love that informs our ministry, we will let love lead our way in and through this surge and into a new world in which all people are valued and the roots of systemic racism, climate concerns, and changing political systems are held and transformed through the power of our love. We know people have had tough times during this pandemic. Some have been out on the front line and are tired, exhausted, and feeling the emotional impact from 18 months of direct service in face of an illness that continues to challenge our sense of stability and control. Some have responded from behind the scenes, reconnoitering their home to include work activities in the confines of their four walls. And many have experienced changing family dynamics, grief and loss, isolation, challenging personal circumstances and instability, calling us to consider our deepest needs for connection and affirmation while serving and sustaining life as it undergoes tremendous change. Our world before COVID seemed so rational and ordered. Our strategies to lift up our community were well underway and offer a stabilizing vision, clarifying our focus to lead our world into strong and vibrant possibilities. We know our caregivers have been managing all of their own challenges while also caring for our vulnerable populations. When we call this a marathon, we had no idea just how long the race would be. Unknown virus, unknown transmission, unknown treatment, and no clear path. The marathon begins. And we respond, homemade masks, face shields, daily huddles. What do you know? I know our mission is strong enough to fit the times. Compassion, competence, courage, running into the unknown, socially isolated, together. In the beginning, we shared the Sisters of Providence philosophy towards service from their hopes and aspirations document. We have no fixed blueprint for how to express the role and responsibilities of Providence Ministries, other than by reading the signs of the time, trusting in Providence, and embracing our call to follow Christ. You will be challenged as well to respond to those who call out for our care and the hard choices that will be there when our resources are constrained. However, as St. Vincent de Paul commended to us, love is inventive to infinity. Compelled by God's providential love, you will be invited to do more than you ever believed possible because of God's goodness and love of all. And inventive we've been. People have worked together to find creative solutions, and things that seemed so novel in the beginning are now becoming a regular part of our routine. 
we are steadfast, and the times we are in didn't fail to offer us the opportunity to grow. Unseated from all that is familiar and glued to our technology for the news, we all witness the reality that systemic racism has wreaked on our community. Sorrow and justice called forth conversion and commitment. Difficult, demanding, challenges for our time. Reality exposes the dark underbelly of disfigured bigotry displayed in full garb. Steadfast, we merge. Metanoia in the moment. Lean in. Lean in now. Listen, love is calling. And we respond. Steadfast, we respond. And in the darkness, hope grows even when we are unsure of the outcome. Captured so well through his work by Henry Nowen, Hope is willing to leave unanswered questions unanswered and unknown futures unknown, because hope opens up the possibilities for a better tomorrow. It helps you see God's guiding hand, not only in the gentle and pleasant moments, but also in the shadows of disappointment and darkness. The Sisters of St. Joseph encourage, God invites us to be present in the here and now, and as we are attentive to the moment, we also step faithfully into an unknown future. In sharing God's unconditional love and fidelity, we dedicate ourselves in all the works to create collaborations with others, as we seek to tear down walls that divide and build bridges that unite. And these seeds of hope are planted deep in our DNA, and with grace, they continue to emerge. Grace-filled moments of connection, caring, and compassion. Perhaps there is not a clear ending as this marathon continues, but we have the tools we've been training with. Deep in our tradition are the seeds that foster renewal. Grounded, a journey leading the way Solid persistence. Smoke and fire, ice and wind, heartache abounds. Sourced in the safety of a heart that cares. Compassion, community, competence. All together, one human story. Each holds the spark of grace. Truly. The human story includes the spark of grace. The light of our ancestors shines through the generations and is available to us today as we face the realities of our time. Our sisters carried the water in their time and learned through experience, developed in an earlier time, the social traditions formed at the turn of a century enliven us, offer a framework that transcends and envelops in the challenges of our time. Preferential option for people who are poor and vulnerable, solidarity, common good, subsidiarity and participation, care for our common home, dignity of each and every person, we are not alone. Those who have gone before face daunting odds. 
They were barriers and challenges, poverty, war, prejudice, diseases, suffering and death. And yet they knew they were not alone. Their faith sustained them. Their skills served them. Their commitment to service compelled them and their compassionate presence offered light to those around them. Today, as we gather on the cusp of this new surge, we want you to know that you are not alone. We have walked together through tough times. We are in this with each other and you are always in our heart and in the heart of God. Sometimes we just need to pause and remember that despite all we have been through, we are in this together. Just like in a marathon, each runner must replenish their body, renew their heart, and take note of what gives them strength. And just like in a marathon, there are people that pass out water, cheer alongside us, run with you when you are losing hope until you find your balance once again. As we pause, listen with a heart for those whose lives you touch and those who touch your life and know that if you are feeling alone, we want to be there with you. There are many resources available to help and we are happy to help connect you to them. As a ministry, we are committed to holding each other up. Just as you hold up those you are serving, we want you to know that you matter. Together we can do this. Together we are doing this. Together we are finding our way through this marathon, and we will do it together. As Clarissa Pinkola Estes shared in her poem, We Were Made for These Times, she shares, My friends, do not lose heart. For years we have been learning, practicing, been in training for, and just waiting to meet on this exact plane of engagement, to display the lantern of soul in shadowy times like these, to be fierce and show mercy towards others. Both are acts of immense bravery and greatest necessity. Struggling souls catch lights from other souls who are fully lit and willing to show it. You are the salt of the earth, and the light of the world, we hear in Matthew. Salt is a preservative, it's a seasoning, a symbol of healing. It also represents solidarity, life, and wisdom. During times like these, we each find our source of wisdom and strength. And for some, this means spending time in nature, but for others, it's gained in community or even going to prayer. King Solomon in the Old Testament acquires wisdom by asking for it. Give your servant a heart that knows how to listen, he said. Listening. Being present. Centering ourselves in the deeper love that holds us. That is the source of our light, the source of our flavor, the essence of what sustains us. And we know that salt and light both hold their own essence, their influence. Their influence extends through other things or other people, not for themselves. Salt brings out the taste of something else. It is not eaten for its own sake. The same can be said and true of light. You don't switch on a light just to look at the light. 
but you put the light on to see everything around you. And a small amount of salt compared to the rest of the ingredients it just makes a huge difference. Ambreen Barbart asks, would you add three cups of salt to three cups of rice? No, it only takes a little to flavor a whole pot. Likewise, the size of a bulb compared to a whole room is very small, but darkness flees once the bulb is flipped on. If I am the salt of the earth and the light of the world, then little me has the ability to make big things happen. Be the world's seasoning. Your presence makes a big difference in a dark world. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one after lighting a lamp puts it under the bushel basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven, as it says in Matthew. You are the light of the world. The light illuminates the darkness. Such light doesn't come from the outside. Rather, it comes from within. In Sojourner Truth, who was born a slave in 1797, she shared how her mother taught her children strategies for survival. First, by sitting under the stars and calling up to God. Her contemplation of the natural world expanded her understanding of the Bible and her Christian faith. She once said, life is a hard battle anyway. If we laugh and sing a little and we fight the good fight of freedom, it makes it all go easier. I will not allow my life's light to be determined by the darkness around me. Similarly, our foundresses face loss, risks, poverty, and a myriad of issues in their time. Through their faith and their connections to their community, they kept their light burning in their time. And we carry that torch forward in our time. So we invite you to pause and to reflect on these questions. Think for a moment who or what inspires you to keep your light burning? Who sits with you? When you need a bit more fuel, can you invite yourself to be present to the holy light that flames within your heart, especially when you're tired? Can you relate to the statement by Archbishop Desmond Tutu, who said, we are only the light bulbs and our job is just to remain plugged in. And the light shines in the darkness. We sit and breathe until the light can penetrate again. The spark catches mine, yours, ours, replenishing the earth. Salt that loses its flavor cannot be tasted. Nothing can grow. Restore the soil, plant the seed, let the good earth feed it. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Let your light shine in the darkness. It will show us the way. As we move through this profound marathon together, we know we need to resource ourselves. Just like in a marathon, we need the tools to restore our balance and renew our energy. 
There are amazing resources available through our Providence websites. The new SharePoint site called Leading Through Burnout offers a wealth of options to include the No One Cares Alone program and quick links to self-care resources, Lyra, Credible Mind, Lifeline Chat, and Choose Well resources for healing and well-being, as well as some that come from other sources, like the Hope for Healing Foundation and Tara Brock, who offers meditations. And these behavioral health resources. I just love this saying from Amanda Gorman. There is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it. If only we're brave enough to be it. At Christmas, Robert shared, you are a ray of light and I thank you. We have experienced so much this year and a half, and through it all, we've seen countless examples of our caregivers and teens being rays of light for each other and for our residents, patients, families, and participants. You have loved each other through it all. And in doing so, you have empowered one another to serve as expressions of that most special love for our community. You have been the greatest blessing in one another's lives and I thank you. And so we pray as voiced in this beautiful Hebrew prayer. On this day, may I be present to the miracle of being alive. May I reach out to those who are suffering and may I use my voice as a force for good. May I have the courage to do what is right, not what is easy. May I have the strength to shine a light in the darkness May I not distance myself from myself. And our final blessing from Jan Richardson. Blessed are you who bear the light in unbearable times, who testify to its endurance amid the unendurable, who bear witness to its persistence when everything seems its shadow and grief. Blessed are you in whom the light lives, in whom the brightness blazes, your heart a chapel, an altar where in the deepest night can be seen the fire that shines forth in you, in unaccountable faith, in stubborn hope, in love that illumines every broken thing it finds. So may you find the light within you and share it freely. Mm -hmm.